Welcome to the Reformation Fellowship Podcast. Reformation Fellowship provides support and fellowship for all who would stand for the Reformation of Christ Church worldwide. We long to see the church revitalized by the gospel and seek to encourage all who share that vision. We gather together for gospel-hearted fellowship around gospel-minded theology. Welcome to the Reformation Fellowship Podcast, where we hope that you grow to delight in God, grow in Christ, serve the church, and bless the world. Today, I'm excited about our conversation with Andy Harker, acting principal of London Church Planting Academy, and Alex Brito, a city catalyst for the London Project and pastor. Uh, We have a wonderful conversation about how the Lord is bringing together like-minded, like-hearted churches, particularly in London, but uh, around the UK as well, to see the gospel advanced in the gospel needy places. I'm sure you're going to enjoy the conversation, so let's jump in. Andy and Alex, thank you guys so much for joining us here on the Reformation Fellowship. I'm so glad we get to chat today. I can see. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here, brother. Yes, awesome. Well, listen, before we jump into the conversation for the for the day, um, I'd love for our listeners to get to know you, hear which voice goes with who, and things like that. So. Um, on my screen, Andy, you're, you're top left. So why don't we start with you? Tell us um, a little bit about you, where you're at, what you're up to. Oh, I'm Andy Harker. I'm a sinner saved by grace. Um, I've, I'm, I'm married and uh, uh, to a wife that I deserve at all. And we've been given three people to, to look after and bring up. Um, and my current role is um, working for a, a network called Commission. Um, as assistant mission director, um, in, uh, previously I've been well, still am to some extent, but been involved in the London Church Planting Academy, um, which is a ministry connected to Commission as well. And uh, before that, I was overseas for about seven years in Kenya. Wonderful. And Alex, yeah, I I'm in London, but I grew up in Brazil. I came in 2003 to London as an international student. I I didn't know what I was going to do in the future, but I knew for sure that I didn't want to get involved in ministry. Uh, But God God is sovereign. He has full control over everything. So I end up planting a church by accident here. Um, To tell a long story short, moved back to Brazil in 2009, but London was still in my heart. I really um, wanted to come back to, to engage with um, the nations here. Um, so here I am again. I came back in 2015 uh, to plant a church through Commission. Um, so I've been one of their church planters for over, I would say, right now for seven years, for seven years. And I also work uh, part-time for the London Project. It's a city-to-city new initiative based in London. We see London as one of the most strategic places to to do mission. Um, So, yeah, I work two days a week for them as a a kind of city catalyst. Yeah. Awesome. Well, as you guys know, we are wrapping up a, a series of conversations where We've looked at past examples and present examples 
of gospel ministers of, of like-minded churches uh, coming together for encouragement, for strengthening each other, but also for, uh, for, for mission or for reformation or whatever it may have been called in that time and place. And so I'm excited to, to kind of zero in on the UK for this conversation. And um, I wonder if uh, the place we could start is you've already both mentioned commission and the London project. Um, but there's a, a variety of, of networks, movements in the UK, helping churches work towards mission together. And um, can you, could you maybe give us an idea of the, the landscape of what's, what's going on broadly, and then um, tell us a little bit more about, um, about commission and about London, uh, the London project? Right, should I start, Alex? Then, um, yeah, go you, for it, brother. I think Alex knows many, many, many networks and uh, many that I don't know. Um, but there are many. Uh, I mean, praise God, there are, there are many good networks That's right. um, in, in the UK and they overlap to a large extent. So there, there, there would be um, uh, quite a few people who would be part of two or three different fellowships or networks at sort of slightly different levels. Um, yeah. And, uh, it, you know, it's been a privilege to, to get to know people from, from a number of different networks. And there's actually two networks called Commission, uh, believe it or not. So there's uh, the, the one that, that we're particularly involved with has got a hyphen in it, but there's another one um, connected to uh, sort of come out of the New Frontiers movement, um, also called Commission with some wonderful people in it as well. So um, I mean, what, one of the things that that I've been involved in is, is the London Church Planting Academy. And that in itself was a, uh, a project uh, coming together um, to work together of a number of different networks. So mm. just in, in, the, in, in that project, there was um, commission, but also City to City, um, FIC, so the, the Fellowship of Independent Evangelical Churches, Acts 29, um, Crosslands Union. Um, we're, we're in partnership with sort of delivering the, the MTH and um, Amy's the Anglican Mission in England at the London Gospel Partnership and London City Mission. So that's, that's already kind of nine um, partner, uh, sort of uh, groups partnering together to, to see if they could um, equip and encourage church planters. But there are a number of others um, uh, which are also very good. And that, you know, it's not possible to, to always connect with everyone all the time, but um, I Barely a month goes by where I don't find out about some new initiative or fellowship or um, mm. network. But um, yeah, so Commission is the one that, that um, I've been particularly getting to know for the last four years. Um, Alex, I think you've got a slightly longer history than me in uh, Commission, but it's a it's a fellowship of churches that's sort of grown organically out of um, one church plant about twenty five years ago uh, in Southwest London, which is then planted others which have been planted others and has grown into a sort of fellowship of uh, 28 29 sort of uh, uh, churches and um, which want to work together to strengthen each other to, to plant and revitalize more churches that would preach christ and and um, reach people who don't know jesus yeah yeah that's right and and, and there, there are also a lot of um what we would call um, diaspora networks that sometimes we are not even aware of their existence just because London is a massive place. So the mm -hmm. population here is something around 9 million people. 
and I would say almost 40% of, of these population are, are from abroad, um, mm-hmm. or from a, a kind of first generation migrants like me, and they are not well connected. So eventually you, um, you would get to know a, a, a different network that you never heard about, and they are doing something amazing here in London. So yeah. through the London Project, we, we, we are often um, finding out um, yeah, um, denominations from different parts of the globe who decided to send missionaries here who are, who are doing an amazing work, but on their own. And without something that we call a, a kind of city consciousness, um, they, they tend to come, um, they, they, they end up reaching out people from their own background, Mm-hmm. Um, but they are not engaging with um, with the diversity of London, and that's okay. That's good. But more yeah. than segregation, we want to see we want to see a kind of multiplication um, in London, and that's only possible through collaboration. Is by getting to know people from different backgrounds and making the most of this opportunity that God is giving us here in London. More than mm-hmm. three hundred languages just in are spoken mm. in London. So the diversity is huge. The opportunity to be reaching out the nations here is, is amazing. So we want to make the most of it. Um, we don't want to miss this huge opportunity um, that God is giving us here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that that's great. I, I You can imagine that um, a, a believer from somewhere in the world shows up in a, a city like London and they, they've got uh, God's heart for the lost. And, um, and they, maybe they speak Portuguese. Um, maybe they speak uh, Urdu uh, and they, they want to, they want to share Christ with the, the, the Urdu speakers, the Portuguese speakers in, in their new city. And God uh, is gracious and, and, and gives fruit, but that person may not, May have never heard of Tim Keller, City to City, or um, never heard of Acts Twenty Nine or FIEC, and, um, and the, but they're doing a great work, and uh, it, I, I bet it is fun to encounter some of these um, these ministries that are springing up, and just say, hey, how can we encourage you? How can we? How can we just? You're already doing the work. How can we strengthen your hand? How can we um, be a friend in the journey? Uh, that's lovely. And how, can, yeah. and how can we learn from one another? Because yeah. that's the beauty of diversity. We we all can learn with one another. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Well, let's um talk a little bit more about. Maybe we'll start with commission. Um, Andy, c- can you help us understand how does commission in particular go about the work of 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 developing partnerships of bringing churches who share the same vision together in order to multiply, uh, to revitalize the plant. What does, what's that look like on a practical kind of practical level? Well, I guess there's, there's a couple of different things to, to mention. One, one is the sort of um, commission as a network of churches. And then there's the things that commission might be partnering with and that are outward looking and seeking to just be, generous and open-handed and to, to, to help um, beyond the, the reach of commission, if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. within, so commission as an organic sort of network that's grown up 
is not really trying to kind of draw in other churches, if that makes sense. So every, every so often, it might be that, 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 that there's a church where there's already an existing connection that, that might join having already been planted. But generally, most of the churches have um, been pioneered um, or have been, um, a congregation has been sent out from one of the existing uh, churches. Um, so it's one of those, it's a sort of network where um, someone described it the other day, that there's like a spectrum between some networks are extremely loose and um, very kind of uh, broad range of, uh, of um, theology and uh, a, a fairly loose kind of um, affiliation. It's fairly mm-hmm. kind of, um, on a voluntary yeah. basis. And then there's others that are extremely tight. So everyone agrees absolutely on everything does everything exactly the same, and it's extremely tight. And, and commission is sort of somewhere in the middle there. You know, it's, uh, there's, there is a doctrinal basis. There's, there's a kind of a DNA, a way of, uh, a common way of doing ministry, and yet there's actually quite a lot of, di- and, and there's, a, there's a real sense of a band of brothers. Mm. I think in terms of when the, 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 the pastors and the planters come together, there is a sense of like, um, Fellowship, I think. I think Alex could speak more to that, but in terms of there is a band of brothers type thing there, um, and there's a common sort of way of doing ministry. But there's quite a diversity as well. If, if you went to different churches, you find they're really very different in mm. very different in size, very different in makeup, very different in style. So, and um, there'd be a good deal of diversity. So that's commission within itself. Outward looking, though, if, if that makes sense, and um, there are a number of sort of things like the, the Church Planting Academy where um, there are forums which people who are not part of commission are, are extremely welcome to be part of. So particularly the church part of training, I guess, is an example of that. And I don't know, Alex, you might want to say about the particularly the bivocational thing. Because I think I think what you were saying the other day, Alex, about how the guys are actually looking for uh, not not even just the training, really. They're they're looking for the fellowship. They're looking for mm-hmm. the, the things that you talk about, Justin. I think in terms of actually mm-hmm. um, encouragement. Uh, and, and to just strengthen your hand and just be with you, just realize there are other guys in your, your situation. That's mm-hmm. right, yeah. I mean, there is a kind of movement of, of um, leaders who just um, want to see God saving people and equipping the saints. And some of them are bivocational uh, church planters, bivocational pastors who, um, who tend to be um, working on their own because they've got this desire. They can see a lot of fruit coming, um, um, uh, yeah, re- uh, as a result of, of, their, uh, of their ministry here, but they, they don't have any other kind of connection. So um, Andy, myself, and um, Richard Perkins and Commission, we decided to be running a kind of training for bivocational uh, leaders, I would say, Two years ago, almost two years ago now. And but the thing is, most of these guys, they, they are well equipped. They know how to, they know how to plant a church. They are they are doing an amazing work here. And the question is, why, why are they meeting with us then? Well, part of it is to get some training, but um, I would say a lot of them, they are just they are just there to to have fellowship, to encourage one another. To hearing from from others that yeah it is difficult on my side as well so they feel better do you see what i'm saying justin when they yeah. when they hear people saying oh ministry is hard so they realize well actually 
um, it's hard not only for me, but for a lot of mm -hmm. people who are going through the same struggles that I'm going through as a bivocational leader or as a, um, as a, as a bivocational church planter. Mm. Yeah, that's good. We, um, we all need that space where we are sh sharing one another's burdens, bearing them with one another, um, rejoicing with those who rejoice, uh, grieve with those who grieve. Yeah. yeah, that's rich. That's good. Um, Alex, maybe tell us a little bit more about what the, or, or Andy, if you want to add a little bit more, but the, the London project, what you said, it's connected with city to city. Um, what's, it, what's, what's it look like kind of on a, a programmatic level or just a practical level of bringing folks together and, sure. and uh, encouraging, encouraging them? Yeah. Well, as Andy mentioned before, we, we have a lot of denominations here. We have a lot of church planting networks. Um, so when, when city to city decided to, to have London as one of their city hub, uh, hub cities, um, especially because it's a global city, the last yeah. thing we wanted to do here was to be starting up an, a new thing. So yeah. we, we keep saying among us that the London project doesn't exist to start new fires, but to bring fuel to existing fires. In other words, mm -hmm. we just want to serve the churches here, the, the, the networks, the denominations, the, the diaspora leaders who are here to flourish. So mm -hmm. we basically are a kind of catalytic movement. We connect uh, with those leaders we then convene, we make sure they are well connected with one another through real relationships. We really want, we want them to, despite their cultural background and theological um, background, we want them to be sharing life together. Mm -hmm. But with the expectation that new initiatives would come out of uh, these relationships. Mm -hmm. um, we, we, we've seen some, some fruit. Um, we launched over a year ago, and we've seen um, diaspora leaders who were planting, let's say, a Spanish-speaking church here, and now they are moving, they are becoming a kind of bilingual church, uh, because they realize that, well, uh, London, <laughs> London needs us to be engaging with its diversity, so I can't just be engaging with Spanish speakers, therefore, mm. let me move towards a more kind of intercultural um, church. So yeah, there are, there are a lot of stories that I could be sharing here with you, but that's, that's basically, basically what the London Project wants to do. We want mm -hmm. to catalyze. We want to, um, to be supporting and helping leaders here. Um, and and we, when we approach them, we say to them, you can't join us. <laughs> you, can't, <laughs> you can't become part of the London Project because the London Project exists just to support. And then you don't have to have our brand on anything. We are here just to help you. That's, that's basically what the London Project has been doing for over a year here. Yeah. And is that happening? Uh, I guess, where are those points of connection being made? Is that... Uh, London Project, people reaching out to individual pastors? Are there gatherings, lunches? What, what's that? Yeah, a lot of meals, brother. <laughs> so we are, very, we are very relational. A lot of meals, a lot of dinners, a lot of 
uh, coffees together, um, some events as well, some meetings. Um, yeah, we, we, yeah, so at the moment, we've got three catalysts. And that's what, what we, I'm one of the catalysts. So I would just approach uh, church leaders or Christians who, who are making a difference here in London. I would approach them trying to assess where they are and how I can connect with people who have a, the same passion. So I spent, I mean, I was discussing this today during the team meeting that in less than a week, I met six missionaries who came to London to reach out Muslims. And I was thinking, wow, is that a coincidence? So mm. I'm thinking about how can I connect these, these missionaries who have the same passion and they are not communicating with one another. Maybe if, if I convene these relationships, maybe they can facilitate something new that we never had here before. Maybe mm -hmm. a coalition of, of missionaries who want to reach out Muslim, Muslims here, or maybe they could come out, come up with a new strategy um, or to encourage one another. So it's quite exciting. It's quite exciting to be doing the work that I'm doing right now. Mm. Yeah, I love it. That's great. Um, I'm going to spring a question on you that maybe I didn't uh, prepare you for or, or, or say it we would talk about. But so if we uh, if we need to nix it from the from the recording, that's fine. But um, would either of you feel comfortable kind of giving us the lay of the land either for UK or maybe just specifically for London in terms of um, the of the the health of the church, the the state of the church, however you might might think about it. In, um, is the church growing? Is uh, is the church healthy? Um, and I know every every local church would be would be different there, but could you help those that aren't in London kind of understand um, the gospel needs of London and maybe what God is doing in the city? That's a big question. Feel free to think about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm very happy for Alex to have the first step of that. That's, uh, I, could, I should just say as well that like um, Alex is a brilliant Catholic connector, Catholic. The, the fact that he's, he's, uh, he's, he's a wonderful pastor, but he's, you do, Alex, have that wonderful spiritual gift of connecting people in a way that is quite extraordinary, um, and is a it, you know is a great blessing to, to others. I mean, you, through your church plant, you obviously partner with a number of others and mission organisations and and send people out. But also, just the the, the way that um, Alex connects people, we we need more connectors. But um, yeah, I've I've been massively blessed by that. But um, Alex, give us give us a yeah yeah. I mean perspective. I mean, there is a kind of decline within, um, within the churches here in the UK, but London is a, is a unique place. <laughs> so yeah, there is, there is growth here. Uh, London has a higher proportion of people of faith than other cities in the UK. Um, we, we, would, we could easily say that a lot of it is due to the diaspora churches, so you would, would be the Nigerians moving to London to, to start up um, churches or Ghanaians or the Latin Americans and the list goes on and on. So thanks to that, there is growth here, Justin, and it's quite exciting, especially when you compare to other places here in the UK. Um, 
talking about the health of the church, it would depend on, on your um, theological background. On average, I would say that most of them are um, from a kind of conservative background, if you know what I mean. Um, but we, yeah, um, I think Andy, Andy would be uh, um, a better person to be uh, helping us to understand um, the state of the church in regards to, um, to the healthy of the church. What, what would you say uh, is, is um, the context of our church here, Andy? I mean, it's, it's extremely difficult to, to get any kind of, I mean, God has that perspective, doesn't he, of being able to see all the, all the churches, all the churches that call themselves churches but are not actually churches, the hearts of everyone in those churches, the pastors. It's, it's, I guess um, we've had the privilege of, of, of knocking around and, and, and visiting a few, but, I mean, really... Um, I, I don't get to, to listen to hundreds of sermons and, and assess uh, ministries massively. I guess coming coming back four years ago from uh, from Kenya to here, I guess our, our sort of initial impressions were that um, liberalism was was still a, a big issue. I guess it is that it is a little bit in the in the African church, but not so much. Um, uh, liberalism is is a, is a huge issue, particularly Church of England, obviously. But but it, it kind of because it's kind of in our air that we breathe. It it's probably affects all our churches to some extent. Um, I mean the the uh, yeah, I guess the schools are a real kind of battleground culturally in, in that kind of respect. But um, yeah, I guess liberalism would be the big thing, which just saps everything, doesn't it? I mean if if you if you start kind of um, yeah, if you, if you start giving up on the return of Christ, um, basically, mm. um, then everything goes. Um, and so, um, yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? When 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 the Lord Jesus returns, will He find faith on earth? You know, the, the sort of Luke eighteen or whatever it is thing. Mm. You know, and how many will He find longing for His appearing? And, and groaning and mourning the, the, about the sin in us and around us. And how many would he find, you know, who are sort of troubled uh, in that kind of, you know, locked kind of sense about what, what, what is going on around us? I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But, um, I, I, I personally need a reformation. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And, um, Always reforming. Yeah, I know. I that's what, yeah, a Reformation Fellowship is a great, is a great name. Yeah, we, we just always need that, don't we? And we're always going to go off the boil. We're always going to be um, have that kind of downward gravity force kind of pulling us um, to the earth, and and to, to forget that Jesus it could could come back any any day. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, taking our eyes off of <clears throat> maybe the whole of the UK or even all of London. I do feel like I'm hearing from you guys, though, that there are new churches being planted. There are revitalizations that the Lord is is blessing and bring, bringing renewal. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk to us a little bit about what you're seeing in in those kinds of those kinds of effort. What what's exciting to you as you think? Look at what God is doing here in this city or in this country. Yeah, thinking about church plant is just. Um, exciting to see a lot of people 
taking risks because <laughs> mm. church plant is hard it's difficult um and it's risky um but yeah but it's exciting to see a lot of people taking those risks and seeing how god can use our intentionality um to yeah to reach the lost um so it's it, it, it's it's exciting to see churches being planted and god using those churches to to be reaching out people who would never be reached out unless there was something new in in in, in an area um so there is a i mean uh, one thing that i've realized and you correct me if i'm wrong Randy, but when i arrived i i had this i i, I had this sense that the well there was there were a lot of competition i mean yeah church yeah in an area, they did not want to see a new church being planted in, in a certain area because, come on, it's been hard to maintain <laughs> uh, um, the number of people in my church and there is another one in the area. Come on, we don't need another one. But now I, I, I've, I've seen a kind of change. Church mm. looking at the new church in our area and saying, yes, please, we, we can cope with the harvest is plentiful. <laughs> we, we need more churches. Um, so I, I and this is this is a kind of um, a, a, um, a cooperation that I can see between churches in a certain area that I didn't see a few years ago when I arrived. Um, it might be that I'm a kind of over optimistic person, but yeah, I, I find it. I can see I can see the shift. I can see the transition from competition to collaboration in a way that. I did not see when I arrived here in 2015. Mm. I think that's that's true. I think a number of people have have said just over the last few years, um, pre-pandemic, but not that much pre-pandemic, there there has been that just increasing willingness to work together and sort of breaking down some of the barriers and suspicions between, um, and, and sort of, and I think it's, you know, credit to guys like Alex and making those sort of connections and having those meetings and having those meals with people and people realizing, oh, actually, I just, I, I thought all Acts 29 guys were like this. Oh, they're not. Or I thought all commission guys were like this. Oh, you know, I thought all FIC guys, oh, they're not, you know, and, and those sort of things break down and there, there have been some, some really, um, yeah, some, some genuine working together. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting what Andy said because when I convene, um, when I put different leaders from different denominations or uh, church planting networks to sit down together, the, the number of misconceptions they mm. have about each other is, is, is huge. And mm. it's, it's beautiful to see um, them correcting each other in a, in a godly way, in a lovely way. Um, and that brings and that brings friendship and cooperation. Yeah, you're right, Andy. Mm. Yeah, praise God. That is good. That uh, John 17, the the missional impact of our of our unity of our with one anotherness and in in Christ and in in Christ togetherness. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Well, I know we are, we're getting close to the end of our time together. I wonder if um, we both, I think I've heard both of you say ministry is hard, church planting is hard. Um, and so you've talked a little bit about how 
how guys are being encouraged in the work. Could you just talk a little bit more about what, what that's looking like and how you're seeing, um, I mean, it's, it's got to be encouraging just to see those, some of those dividing walls coming down, but what's it, what's encouragement look like? What's fellowship look like uh, in commission in the London project or, or, or could be more, you know, the response could be broader than, uh, than those, those works, but tell us a little bit about that. Alex, do you want to start? Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll let Andy speak for commission, although, although I could compliment whatever he says later on, but yeah, before the London project, I mean, yeah, yeah. There are, it's hard, ministry is hard work, but everywhere, right? It, it doesn't matter where you are. You, you're going to have your, um, your challenge, challenges and hardships because we are part of a broken world full of broken people. So it's always hard. Um, but he, yeah, but through, through the London Project, when, when, we, when, when we see leaders who did not get along with each other, uh, not because of personal um, conflicts they might have had in the past, just because of their cultural background. <laughs> mm-hmm. a, lot of, a lot of hurt, a lot of anger, bitterness. Um, but when you see these people sitting down together, um, just to talk through um, the issues they might have had with, um, with one another in the past and um, seeing... Um, our willingness to be cooperating more, working together, listening to one another, and um, trying hard um, to build a kind of friendship. Wow, this is um, this is something that brings brings a lot of joy to my heart. So there is someone who works with us. He's um, his name is German. He's he's been engaging with. Um, Afro-Caribbeans here, um, trying to connect them with um, what we would call the native British pastors. And in the past, you would think, oh, this is impossible. This is the kind of task you <laughs> just forget. There is a, it would be like trying to connect Samaritans and the Jews. This is not going to work. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but, but Jesus did that, didn't he? I mean, when, when you see John 4, Jesus going to a which uh, was a Samaritan village. And in, in verse four, it says that he had to go. <laughs> it was God, God's will for, for, um, for Jesus to be there, engaged with the Samaritans. So um, we, we've seen that here. We've seen that here. Be, be, uh, being people who would not get along with each other, being, being united and, and um, willing to be working together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, I, I think um, one thing I'd say is that uh, fellowship often works well when you, you are doing something together, when you have a, a, a sort of a common goal and you're actually in mission together. So um, the, 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 the Planting Academy, it was kind of coming around actually doing something together. Um, yeah, the, the commission is a mission. So it's uh, not just a, a network of churches and um, fellowship together. It's, it's a network of churches who are seeking to strengthen one another to plant and revitalize churches that, that reach London for Christ. So there's a, 
there's a sense of dynamic, there's a sense of we, we're doing something together. And I guess uh, you know, it's a biblical thing, isn't it? You see Paul with his ministry teams, their, their, their relationships are, are being uh, are growing, they're, they're, they're meshing together as they uh, are on mission together. So I guess that, that's one thing that, that you see, that, that a bunch of these guys who, who've known each other for a while, but they've known each other for a while doing stuff together and, and going sort of in the trenches um, in, in mission together. Um, I guess the, another thing that I think is is, is encouraging and, and uniting is when you, you God graciously shows you some fruits. Um, so um, there was a, a commission sort of Christmas gathering um, uh, just you know, end of last year where there, there was, as I think happens every year, there was a, a list read out of not every, but, but a number of kind of stories of people being converted. Um, sometimes from really quite stunning backgrounds, some from much more ordinary stunning backgrounds, but all you know, people being brought from death to life in in, um, in, in churches uh, that, that we have the privilege of being connected to, and so that that's hugely encouraging. Just reminds you that that is that is what we're doing. This this is mm. why, why and this is our own story, but this is uh, why we're doing this. I think on a on a um, and then just a, on a kind of practical level is as you know you know relationship fellowship it only grows really through being together and, and particularly being together um around god's word and hearing again the gospel so um we've, we've got a um a gathering of the senior pastors and the planters coming up in march where we'll be hearing teaching from a couple of outside speakers because it's always good to be refreshed by people from a slightly different perspective and but also having um talks um on colossians just going through colossians sufficiency of christ for yeah. us for our salvation sufficiency of christ for our ministries um just because that that at the end of the day it, we, we all know this isn't it but that that is that is what grows us together when we come um we're, we're reminded of, of of jesus together and encouraged in him so um yeah yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, gentlemen, thank you so much for your time. I wonder, Alex, if I could ask you um, if our listeners were to pray for London, could you give us two, two prayer requests that we might, we might be lifting up for the church and, and the Lord's work there? Yeah, I think thinking about London, please pray for, uh, for wisdom um, we want to see more church working together, but we want to to to, to see them doing that um, in a in a biblical way, in a way that brings glory to God, not to ourselves. Um, um, so pray for wisdom. Um, the second would be um, for humility. Um, that can only work if we are humble. If we understand that it's not through our strength. It's through God's strength. So for humility, so we can put aside um, some of our cultural preferences to, to have a, a bigger um, target, right? To see, to see people being saved from hell to heaven. So wisdom and humility. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you again both for uh, giving us some time, for joining us here on the Reformation Fellowship Podcast. I know I've been encouraged and uh, I'm looking forward to 
um, praying new prayers for the church in the UK and in London and praying for you guys. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Reformation Fellowship Podcast. We pray that this time together has been a blessing to you. The Reformation Fellowship is a ministry of union. And so all that we do, we hope it helps you to delight in God, grow in Christ, serve the church and bless the world. If that is your hope, that is your desire, then friends, welcome to the fellowship.